0: Welcome to episode 324 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, welcome along to episode three two
1: three. Three, two, three. Mm. Nice a volume talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz, How are you going? Oh, we're a little deflated. Yeah. We're a little deflated. We're still in front of your Australia on the medals table, but, well, but uh, not for very much longer. Not for very much no. longer. And we missed our golden opportunity this morning with Valerie Adams only getting yeah. second in the shot put.
0: Yeah, know in a few weeks time we're gonna interview with Gordo. Gordo's um because I'm away for a month, so we're going to do some interviews beforehand. And uh, pretty much, I don't talk the whole interview. <laughs> That's no exaggeration. He did not ask one single question. <laughs> I was listening a little bit, but I was, having, I was watching in the background. So, yeah, when you listen to an interview, you know where I am. I'm in another world. Anyway, I am talking proudly brought to you by... Coffeesofwhy.com. For the two
1: serious coffees... Athlinks.com. Social networking for endurance athletes. And extreme endurance. It gives you the X Factor, John. It does.
0: Oh, there's a new one for you guys. You want that X Factor? Extreme endurance. Okay, guys, on this week's show, we've got some news. We've got an age group of the week. We've got a website of the week, and we've got questions and answers. Jeez, you're struggling, aren't you?
1: It's, well, we're just we're Stan showing you. We'd have distractions today. Okay, and I uh, think I think we've got
0: some good news to start
1: with. So this weekend, uh, we had the uh, the Olympic triathlon, and yeah, no, it's I know it's aimed. Oh, I but, think but, I hey, think the Olympics, Olympics. So,
0: so John, what do you th- let, let's let's take him through the
1: experience? What you know, you went down to the pub, you put your bets on. I, I, I chickened out a bit on my bets oh what would you do I'm quite happy I did in hindsight so all I did was put 10 bucks on uh, on Dench purely because I didn't actually think she was going to win but I thought I can't you I felt can't, you want to help the TAB out and it does actually help out the sport triathlon they get a fairly decent percentage of all bets that go on triathlon oh, which is good um, oh, I'm sure, sure they don't get that much they get a, they get a bit of percentage I'm oh, not sure 1% uh, your 10 dollars so how much yeah, do you can they get I don't know they got maybe 50 cents <laughs> ok um but I just didn't have confidence in anybody that was going to win that race. But I couldn't turn down 12 to 1 odds on the chance that she was a form athlete heading into the race. So so that's what I did for, did for my bets. Uh, a number of the other youngsters in the crowd, because um, we went to a movie theatre, we had about… Oh, did you a th- movie theatre? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. We wa- walked into the movie theatre and you've got this gigantic screen. And so we had this screen. We had probably… Where did do that? In uh, the palms, reading. What a crazy that? No, but it was we got we got we got it on the what you know, We did as a fundraiser for our junior program, oh. and we had probably hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy people in the movie theater watching the race. So oh, It was, great. Uh, yeah, it was good times. We had food all down the front. We had wine, beers. We did had, you just stand up or did you just sit down? Sit down. We had a, a liquor license and everything going. Whoa! It was it was, it was good. I told you, you should have been there. Well, we were going to, and then you know I just forget. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> anyway, it was. Uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting day. Uh, what my my sort of feelings during the swim were that I thought Helen Jenkins had made the front group of seven, and I thought this is game over, Rover, right? because you could see Laura Bennett was in there, and I thought if Bennett. Jenkins and uh, and they had their domestic the Poms, in there. If those three get away on the bike, they're just going to ride She did a her job well too, didn't it? It was Bell, wasn't it? Um, Belle. The hall. Hall, hall. Hall, Yeah, yeah. So I thought if Jenkins was in there, this could be uh, it's game over for everybody. But got out of the water and it wasn't her. It was somebody else. So um, the bike was pretty boring. I was a bit disappointed that the girls didn't really give it a <clears throat> give it a crack on the bike. I mean, it was boring, wasn't it? <clears throat> like you kind of go, okay. The last part of the run
0: was fantastic. It was mm. exciting. Definitely, the run was exciting. But you could see it's the boredom, it's kind of like what's happened with cricket, you know you look at cricket nowadays and you go, there's one day cricket and for the longest time that was the exciting form of cricket, mm. now we've got 2020, 2020's come along and it's really exciting and you look at one day cricket and there's always those 15 overs through to 40 overs which is a bit boring and, mm. and you watch that race and in New Zealand at the time they also had the Super Rugby final and the Chiefs which is a New Zealand rugby team were playing at the same time and I was around at Joe's parents house and we were watching both and, and it, I really wanted to watch the Olympics. So I really wanted to watch the tribe, but I also realised
1: that they wanted to watch the rugby, and then he didn't even care because it's just bloody boring on the bike. It's just, it's just, and, I, and we know it's hard to break away on the bike. But you've got to be if you're sitting in that pack and you know you're not going to win. What are you thinking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you there to win, or are you there to? Yeah, that to get was a good really pacing? interesting. Yeah, because the good riders just weren't taking any risks, were they? Mm, so that was that was somewhat disappointing. And I just hope tonight in the guys' race that they're not racing for, <clears throat> for a good performance for fifth, sixth, and seventh. They're there to try to get a medal, and uh, and and it's hopefully it's just an absolutely brutal bike ride, and that's the only way that those these guys have got a chance. So, what was interesting was the the crashes on the corner. I don't know how if you watched all the ride, but yeah, there's right. this one corner. And they were just crashing, crashing, crashing. So there must have been something in there. So that did add a bit of excitement to to when they they came to that corner, you're like, is everybody going to stay up? And, and hoping, obviously, they do. Um, so the bike was a bit of a bore, and the, the run was um, was fantastic. It was it was, a, yeah, like it was a good run. It was a pure sort of like a 10,000-meter running race where you just dropped off one by, one by one, and then it came down to it. I thought performance, to the, not, not, obviously the winners are fantastic, but I was just so impressed with the way Sarah Groff um, ran her way back oh, up. That, to the I, wanted to I wanted her
0: to win. I wanted her to win. Like, I kind of knew she wouldn't because I knew to get there she would have killed herself, but when she pulled herself back up, that was just Gutsy, hey, you know, and, solid. and obviously they put the pressure on at the unity of yeah. fell off the back, but you know, just respect for for character, like mm. it was just, you know, because they were going fast at the front, like Hewitt couldn't mm. stay on, you know, mm. and it was like, it was, they were pushing
1: the pace, and she ran back up to them, I was like, wow, that's impressive. Interestingly, I, I haven't looked at the splits compared to last year, but one of my guys on the, on at running last night was telling me they didn't really run any faster than what they did the previous year in the, the test event, it was just obviously a different dynamic to the race, you know, um, Andrea and I think Helen Jenkins both ran slower, and uh, this race, and what they did in the trial event the the year before. So um that was somewhat interesting. Um, but was that because they started slower and and then the, when the pace went on? I don't know I'm not, I'm not quite sure hard to know, the, really, the pace was on from the, from the get go in the test event last year it was uh, Helen Jenkins went off and just crushed them so I've got no doubt in my mind that had Erin Densham been selected earlier and if she'd had a full year to build for this race and had not having to be peaking in So you think Australia May, stuffed up in the way they did it? Totally you know. But but, but but hey that's the way they did it but I think if she, she looked to me to be the best runner there but um, just didn't quite have it at the end and I think if she hadn't had to peak early in the year I'm, I'm sure had she been in the same position, she would have had the freshness to pull away from those girls. Lisa Norden was was really the bit of the surprise package. Because yeah, because I, like, I don't know much about female triathlon to be honest, but... Well she, she was in fantastic form a few years ago and was always one of the contenders, but she's just, last year from memory she had a really poor season, not sure if she had injury issues, and Nicola Spurg was was, was one of the favourites, she's been one of the form athletes this year, so not really that surprising that she won, she was certainly one of the contenders. When there was like 6 or 7 there, when Andrew was still in it, what were you mm-hmm. thinking? I, it was pretty obvious she was going to drop off, she was. She was. She was, struggling she was just struggling yeah. on some of the turns. So you kind of knew that she was going to be one of the first goes. I thought Norden would would drop off as well, and I thought it'd probably be a, a Dencham Spurig sort of um, yeah in, into the race. I thought Jenkins might have hung in there a bit longer, but uh, yeah, you know, I think for for the guys that did fade, you know, like Jenkins and, and Andrea, at the end of the day, they they. Went as hard as they possibly could, and when they get to the finish line, they're probably going, well, "I couldn't have done anything else." So it was just yeah. that was all I had on the day. Um, what about the
0: guts of Norton? Mm. You know, like when when Spira went for the sprint, you thought, "Oh, game over," mm. and she just dug deep. Hey? And the problem in New Zealand was, I don't know if you guys were listening to commentary, they didn't do a very good job of. Letting you know what had happened, like it looked like a dead heat. The times were saying dead heat. They put the photo up on screen, but it was like for a second you couldn't really see. Like now we've got it in front of us here, and you can see. Okay, fair enough.
1: Oh, I don't know, fair enough. Yeah, it's it's like a belly button. It's, but what do you determine? Is it toe first? No, it's it's torso first. So she's almost poking her belly button across the line because Lisa Norden got the good lean and took and got her chest forward, which is excellent, and that got her an extra probably twenty centimeters. Whereas Spirig sort of almost leaned her belly button forward, and that sort of. What got her on the line? So yeah, see,
0: like here it looks totally even, doesn't it? I couldn't understand it, it was, and the commentators weren't doing probably just because they weren't getting the information. But,
1: but yeah, I wasn't going to be at all surprised if, if they if, draw. It, if yeah. they gave it as a draw. So, uh, great finish to the race, great spectacle, great highlights package for an advertisement for the race. But in terms of the spectacle on the bike, that was that was somewhat disappointing for me. Well, and I think that's the thing is that as a sport, how do they like obviously harder
0: courses, mm. but. Is that a problem for the sport? Well, to our event, where like an hour of it's pretty boring.
1: Yeah, I think I totally agree that if they'd had a different course, if this had been a hilly course, I think Andrea Hewitt would have almost definitely got a medal if there'd been an honest pace on the on the bike ride. Um, so I think that's that was the key issue is the bike was a pancake and uh, and nobody was sort of uh, prepared to to give it a good nudge. Whereas if it was a hillier course I think we would have seen a bit more action. So on the
0: bike at times bloody like cruising. Yeah.
1: So come come to Auckland in, in October and we'll see what a really tough course is that a does, tough ride. Or is a it? Very tough ride, and I'm picking Andrea's gonna win that race. I oh do, okay. <laughs> got a Race tonight. It's ten thirty PM New so you're Zealand gonna, time. So you're putting your bets on or not? I'm not putting any bets on the <laughs> men's race. Well, if I put a bet on, I'd basically probably put quite a bit of money on Brownlee, even though it's a fairly small return. Uh, as I've said on a number of occasions, I think the only way, that, uh, I, in my eyes, there's only four people that can win this race. You got the two Brownleys, Gomez, and uh, and the South African would be if you're going to bet on someone and want to get a good return, you go on the South African um, Richard Murray, who's who can he's one of the very best runners and should he not get shut out in the swim, he could be one that could potentially just upset the the dominance of the Brownies and Gomez. So I think those are the only four that can win it unless there's some monumental pile-up or unless somebody somehow manages, one of the Russians manages to get like a, a two-minute lead coming off the bike. But I just hope that we see some some action on the bike and it doesn't end up like a procession. Easier said than done. You know, we talk about Maka, who we all think's a bloody legend. He could never break away on the bike and he's a pretty strong rider. Mm. So... Um, it's going to take a inter-country team approach to, to dethrone the Brownleys and um, Chris Gimel alluded to that on the, on the news in New Zealand last night. He sort of said that you know, there's been there's been talk. Uh, you never know what to believe with old Gimel, um, but I think that's the only way they've got a chance of dethroning them. Is, is like what they did in the cycling race to Cavendish? Is everybody team up on Great Britain and uh, and just make it as difficult as it possibly can? So
0: so you think there is a bit of talk behind the scenes? of guys are going okay. Let's just let's, Let's risk our race, oh,
1: I, I, but how do you, you know,
0: because who's the guy? and That's the whole problem with those. When you do those situations, is you go, okay, well, let's risk our race. And Johnson, and the back, go, yeah, you guys risk. <laughs> I'll come through, you know, like it's.
1: They've just got. It's they've just got to do it. It's the only way they're going to get a medal. Is boom, Germany attack, and maybe France goes with them, and then Kiwis should be basically all three of it, three of our Kiwis are of similar ability on the run. They've just got to go boom. One attacks, doesn't work. Boom, next one attacks, doesn't work. Next one attacks, eventually somebody's got to get away. Stuart Hayes, it's going to be very interesting to see the Great Britain approach. He is just going to, I'm pretty much sure, he's He's just going to get on the front and he is just going to ride as fast as he can just to keep that tempo as high as he can so that nobody can get away and I'm really convinced that's what's going to happen on the bike so it's going to be really hard to break away. But uh, it could potentially be a really interesting bike ride and then a very boring run. But um, I'm interested to see how the, how the guys approach it, whether they race for, for place or whether they race to, to try to get It Could it be in. a boring race? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's a pity. Yeah, yeah. So we'll just have to wait and see. Belinda's saying we're going to stay up for it. I was going to tape it and watch it the next morning. But, um, oh, really? P- apparently the plan is tonight we're staying up.
0: I'm staying up too. Yeah. Yep, I'm loving it. Uh, what else have you been loving about the Olympics, John? 10K race. I didn't see it.
1: Oh, 10K race. We had a... a I've got to give the American a bit of a plug here because as racist as it is, we know that white guys generally aren't going to get anywhere. <laughs> racist as it is. What well, is? I mean, it's, 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 it's not necessarily racist. It's a common fact. White guys... It was a polygon, wasn't it? Get, no, it was American. Oh, I got second. And just get smoked marathon 10,000 metres, all no, these races. Yeah, that's that's tomorrow morning. Um, but he ran... Unbelievably, and got second. I was very impressed with that. And then the British guy, the, the Palms are on fire. Well done to you, Palms. You're putting on. A so was Olympics. it a good ten thousand? It was a good ten thousand. It was just a balls out smash fest in the last two laps. Because so. he got silver in the last Olympics, Sydney. He? Did he get silver? No, already? no. Oh, the the, the Palm. Yeah. i um, I wouldn't wouldn't know on that. So yeah, fantastic meet and um, athletics is is the main highlight for week two. So, so what have been your highlights of so
0: far of the Olympics?
1: Table tennis. Oh, really? No, I I do enjoy watching a bit of the table tennis.
0: No, but you say that, but that's the thing about the Olympics, is you do fall in love with sports you don't normally watch. Oh, yeah. You know,
1: and and it's really quite appealing. What else? Did you watch your 100 metres? I did. Those guys are just such a joke. I mean, full respect. Oh, come on. How can you call them a joke? No, I'm not talking about their running ability. I'm talking about the, before the race, the, the showmanship. Oh, yeah, it's, but it's just but it's,
0: it's, it's a show. It's
1: just – it's a comedy. It's not even – it's cringeworthy. I sit there just cringing going, are you guys serious? No. That, it is a joke. No, it's a game. Oh, it's, it's, it's the ego of being I the fastest just, man in the world. I just laugh at them, and then I respect them for what they can do over the 100
0: metres. Oh, there's just, a great article, actually. I put it on my Facebook page where they did it – New York, New York Times, I think, magazine, uh, on their website, do um, the race of all the hundred metres finals of all time, mm-hmm. and so yeah, and like but the guy in like eighteen hundred and ninety or something, did twelve seconds. I reckon I could have right. beaten him in my day. Okay, yeah, I like could under some twelve. <laughs> and uh, but all about even the kids. The kids now, like the top sixteen-year-old would still would have got a, a bronze in the nineteen eighty
1: final. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty inter- It's a really good piece. Uh, and
0: only three people have ever won.
1: The yeah, hundred metres twice. Carl Lewis, Usain Bolt, some guy back in like, the twenties. Nice. Mm. Um, I, one article I saw um, posted in the newspaper on Saturday morning was, which I found somewhat interesting, is the, the Chinese winning at all costs attitude. And so there's a girl I can't actually remember now which which sport it might have been in, um, but Chinese girl won a gold medal. And after she won her gold medal, her parents told her that her grandmother had died two years ago. <laughs> oh, <my God>. and. <laughs> <laughs> her, her mother. <laughs> That's <what they> do. <laughs> like you do get the old. Oh,
0: your yeah, mother, grandmother died on the day, but you don't tell her because this is performing. Yeah, <laughs> two and, years ago. And
1: her mother had has got. Um, I'm not sure if it was terminal, but had had breast cancer for a number of years, and they hadn't told the daughter. Wow, just because they thought from, they would in, interrupt wow. her build up. So it's that was weird, that, that was pretty interesting, and uh, and we have uh, and and I was the one that put the boot into the Aussies on our Facebook page, and there's uh, yeah, been got, some good discussion. I've got, I've around got that. no shame in that. There's some good
0: discussion around that. There was a bit of bit of funny stuff here, and, and so John went on there and said, just struggling to see Australia on the Olympic gold medal table. Uh, New Zealand is 14th, which we're probably not so much now. But Poland 20th, and mighty Cuba at 19th. No sign of Australia, and so then we've got a bit of banter coming on back and forth. And the one I liked the most was the person about the sheep. We're definitely still the best sheep shagging country in the world. Yes, and that's true. We're not denying it. We love our
1: sheep, and uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. It was. So you want uh, to Aussies? We we're expecting you to overtake us, um, but uh, we're enjoying it. Well, the
0: Aussies have been a disappointment in the water. You know, normally the Aussies will win lots of golds yeah. in the swim. They won? Did they win any golds in the swims?
1: Well, they've got one gold medal, so I don't know where they that got came two from. Year, I think yeah, but that was in the, one of them was in the sailing. Uh, so Yeah I'm not quite sure Yeah it's been, it's
0: been, It must be frustrating for Australia and Not not in the giving the shit way But as in They are a pretty strong sporting nation Yes You know And, and their expectations for themselves Around sport is pretty high So
1: um, yeah. I'm going to be very interested to see if there's some tables come out on investment for medals because uh, f- I've got full, total respect for everything that Great Britain's achieving at these Olympics because they are just crushing it and it's, it's brilliant to see. But the, the, the long-term investment they've put to get them where they are now, and I am just I look at triathlon, for example, they've, have, they've got an amazing programme. It's, it's, it's the best programme in the world. But it's taken them a long time to get here and they've peaked it perfectly, so I've got to give them kudos for... All their sports seem to be picking perfectly, but they've, they've invested a huge amount of money, and I do know the Aussies have divested quite a bit. You know, they're slowing oh, down they? their investment. And Why? Just because financial it's just, times. It's just so expensive. But I'd love to know how much the Poms have actually spent to to get their medals, and how that compares to say the other countries, um, because they have they have got they've got amazing programs, coaching programs. Um, Everything that they do, it's not just about throwing money at it, but then they get the best coaches. They just run the best programs, best talent identification, and uh, and, it's, and it's got results. Was it, was it the Russians? I heard the Russians.
0: Have, the government said we're going to do everything to be the best country in the world. Kind of you know, mm. like the this, like a number one priority within the world. Um, um, Simon Allen sent through a Facebook message around me last week, talking around why is it that Great Britain gets to perform as one country, yes. and he's got that the Romans called the island we know as England, Scotland, and Wales, Britannia. After the Romans, Britain is. Uh, refers to England and Wales. The Union of Scotland in 1707 formed Greater Britain. The great in the name simply refers to the large land mass. As then and now, it never refers to political, economic or military greatness, as most of the world seems to think. I got this from Wikipedia. I hope this answers your question. Yeah, but it still doesn't really know. Like, I'll do it. He's going, God, I'm a I, I still just don't understand why those different countries get to be a conglomerate at the Olympics. I still don't get it. Yeah. <clears throat> and no no one's given me a good answer and, and you know what,
1: you, you, you guys put on the Great Olympics and you're doing well but I still don't really get it there you there go, you go. Uh, back to the triathlon world um, we had Norseman at the weekend and somewhat of a different weekend at Norseman because they had two races over the weekend we had uh, somebody send through a message on, on our Facebook page as well with a picture of the winner of the, the women's race and um, right there, Tim Stutzer sent through a picture with Julia Nikolopoulos. Yeah, you did good there. Yeah. Nikolopoulos. Yep. Now, now she won um, Norseman and then um, when I was on the website I was going, well her name's not there, and then I realised that they actually did two editions of Norseman, they did a Saturday edition and a Sunday edition. Why? Because it's the 10th anniversary and they can obviously get enough people to do it um, over two days, which is... Good on them. So so Julia actually won the Saturday race and in, in thirteen hours and forty seconds, um, only by two minutes from Indrid, Ingrid Ingrid Norvik and Sue Smith in third place. And then on the guys, so things they had Arnold Epp from France take it out at eleven thirty-seven. But then um, it backed up on this, the next day, and it seems like most of the fast, faster people, um, the top end people, seem to do the Norseman on the Sunday. And then Henrik Offendahl from Norway took it out in a new course record, braiding, breaking uh, Bjorn Andersson's no, course Bjorn record. Bjorn DNF. Um, yeah, he put
0: it on the bike, but he was. He's got
1: a, I think he, he's got to set a record for the most DNFs in triathlon career. I think. Um, Surely his career is pretty much over. Well, he's still racing, but he has a... Well, he hasn't he, he's
0: been six since 2011.
1: And yeah, he's had a lot of DNFs. Um, mm. Lars Peter Stormo, Stormo was second in 10.42, and Tom Riemann was third in 10.53. On the girls' side of things, also with a, a course record, um, Annette Finger from Germany in 12.17, Charlotte Knudsen in 12.29, and Lisbeth Kenyon in third in 12:46. So all those top top four or five and the girls um, did beat the the Saturdays uh, race with Julia. But Julia, nice work on winning on winning Saturday. And, uh, cool thing is, you can say she won it. Yeah. No one knows it was two races. <laughs> like, exactly. Oh yeah, I won that race really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another it's iron old. distance races on over the weekend that um, that I could find. Uh, Ultraman Canada is uh, is underway, and they've had day one and day two. And as we record, they'll be in the middle of day three. And uh, my man Stephen Ray Stafford is smoking them. He set a new course record on day one on the bike with a three fifty eight. And they they swim ten k on the first day. Um, he swam three hours and one minute. And and then second, uh, straight after that, you back up with a 144k bike. He rode 358. And these guys that he's competing against in second place at the moment is uh, Chad Hon and David Craig and sitting in third. Um, they're both good Kona qualifiers, so he's, um, he's, he's smoking them. And, and Stephen Ray Stafford, I coach him, he's, he's, uh, he's not a Kona qualifier and he hasn't um, really got that close yet. Uh, day 2, he crushed them again with a 747 and again another course record on the bike, um, that's for 273 Ks and again he put like a good... Is it course record because it's the first year? No, no, it's been going for a long time. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, and so, and now they're on to day 3 and as we record they're going to be um, midway through the double marathon. Um but it's uh, double, marathon. double marathon on day three, so he's got a 50-minute lead that he's got to defend on on day on day three. Marathon, so, I could all blow up. I <laughs> totally, we we set a we've we've set a fairly conservative plan that you know the guy if, if he can run to that the guys are going to have to run an incredible race to to take him down. Um, so he should he should be able to keep up roughly with them, but um we'll see. But for him to lose 50 minutes is going to have to be an explosion, which I'm hoping is not going to be the case. Do you want to now. Yes, sponsor. Because how long we've been going for bloody ages already, I'm sure. No, not really. And uh, we've <laughs> oh, got 20 minutes. So we've got upcoming races this weekend, and um, Athlinks. If you want to get a bit of love, go on to Athlinks because this weekend we've got the um, North you American. Lots of people on <laughs> Athlinks for this race. Exactly. It's uh, it's uh, first time Ironman New York or the US. You have in the show notes. Yeah, I have. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. I've got things in priority. I've prioritised Challenge Copenhagen above it. It's there. Okay. There it is. There it is. Oh, yeah. The Aquadrat oh, okay. Sports, Sports Ironman USA Championships. Oh, it's all good. And we've got some people up on Athlinks there that are going to be racing. Jim Glover. Jim Glover's um, going for. Uh, he finishes. They've got the, the RPI score, which is where you should finish within your age group. He should finish within the top 11.1%. He's averaging 11.02. Now, we've got a few people here gunning for, for good times. So we've got Michael Big. He's going for 9.59, going sub 10. So is uh, Ricardo Martin uh, Goslaviz. He's doing as well. And he's going he's going for 9.59.59. And he's going to go for a tie with David Nazaroff, who also wants a sub 10 by one. They're both second. very
0: ambitious because they're both high 10 athletes. So, it'll be, you know, it can be done. Oh, we've also got Alistair McVie, And he's doing a 9.29.
1: Nice. What else have we got here? See, so many people are here. 13.58 for Greg Land. John Withrow, 11.15. Everybody's going for PBs. We should see some PBs at this course because the swim is going to be smoking fast. We've still got quite a few
0: new athletes as well. Mm-hmm. Like Christopher Johnson, he's going for a sub 12.
1: Mark Lewinson, twelve, going for 12 hours. Another PB there by quite some margin. Luke Miller, 11.59. Luke Miller is my mate. Where's Luke Miller. Yeah, from Lantau in, in Hong Kong. Yeah! Go Luke Miller! Yeah. Sub 12, got a PB there, fourteen eleven. That's That's a big PB, Luke. Yeah, he'll do it. Yep. Go Luke! He'll, um, and who else got? Paul Allo, going for a sub 14, 13 59. Anthony Monaghan, 12 hours. John Pitts eleven forty five. 45 Lots of people racing. Do
0: you know what's funny is, I, I, I go to Hong Kong, and I, last time I was in Hong Kong, I caught up with Luke. And and I'm going to Hong Kong this weekend. He's not going to be there. He's going to be racing New York.
1: Maybe he'll, maybe he'll cancel it. Maybe we'll cancel maybe it. Maybe you should.
0: Luke, cancel your trip. I'm coming over. We'll have coffee again. Last, who's,
1: last person who's up here is Isla Billick from uh, New York, USA, aiming for 17 hours. I actually hope you go sub-17 hours, Isla, because uh, otherwise you miss the cutoff.
0: If you get 17 hours, oh, oh, do you miss the cutoff? Or do you still would, get your medal? I would assume you'd miss the cutoff. No, because the cutoff is
1: oh, cutoff is seventeen
0: hours. Mm.
1: That well, would rip your undies, wouldn't it? We'll go into this in a moment. But what's going to be interesting with this race is it's another one of these you can start when you want to start races. You know, you basically you, you jump oh, you off the, eight in the morning. You jump off the pier or whatever, and or the, the barge or whatever the, the starting thing is. It's a bit like uh, uh, Louisville. You know, you just jump in the river and you can start whenever. So you can start it half an hour an hour after one person's already finished the swim whatever you know? is that because but your clock still starts your clock starts when you go over the timing mat and you jump into the water so people are starting every oh, I didn't few, know three they were seconds yeah, yeah It's not so it's not a mass start at this race but
0: obviously pros start at the same time
1: pros will start at the same time
0: oh that's weird so, done so, it so have we had
1: feedback on it uh, well they haven't raced this course yet no but, but I mean as in course races no, people, people don't seem too bothered by it bothered? Get, not my cup of tea but yeah. I like the
0: mess. Who, who would it work for? For people who we aren't that confident.
1: Well, it also works in terms of spreading the field a little bit through through the race. So.
0: But you just have to finish within twelve yeah, o'clock. That's the thing. If you if you're a seventeen hour athlete and you're uh, not going to be starting late, are you you probably wouldn't want to be starting late. Can you start early. Can you jump at five and. I don't believe so. Oh, that sucks because I'm going to go to get home early to watch the pros come in. Exactly Start right. at two in the morning. Get tough titties. You'd be first. You come across the line with the winner.
1: Exactly. So if you want to get onto this, got um, to get onto Athlinks. You can go on there and uh, you put you click on the events tab. If uh, type in your event. If it's not there, there's a little button on the right saying add a race, and you can add your upcoming race and put that you're going to be attending. And then spread that love with a bit of your friends' lay A bit of smackdown talk. Say what time you're going to do. See if they can get the, the same. Well, it's so. got quite a few rivals. And
0: checking out Luke's... He's got Richard. Mm-hmm. Richard. He's got a rival. He's got Steven. Nice. Say that name?
1: Mesim. Masami. My Masami. Are, my, my
0: Alex. There you go. He's got all the rivals set up. Yeah, Richard Nichols. He's in Singapore. Oh, but into inter-Asian rivalry going yeah, on. Yeah, Asian invasion Nets. rivalry. So, Richard Nichols. Watch out. Luke's going to come down and let's smack down. Okay. So, check it all out on
1: afflinks.com. And if you're there... Jackson, but.
0: Okay, so uh, so then going with that, we've got some other races coming up this weekend. We've got a oh, Hawaii revisited, which is the original Ironman course, bit mm-hmm. of a low-key race. Costs a lot to do, doesn't it? It's, it does. it's a fundraiser, it's a, it's isn't it? Challenge. Yep.
1: foundation The Zelenac <coughs> in uh, the Czech Republic. The only to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, Nokia two three six triathlon in Finland. Challenge Copenhagen that we'll go into a minute, and also Embra Man that we'll go into in a minute. Okay, so let's talk about Challenge Copenhagen. It's a KMD Challenge Copenhagen. What's got KMD? Um, I don't know. Good. You can you can check that out if you want. Yeah. Um, got to give the Challenge guys a bit of love because they've got their pro fields up there. They've got you go onto their website and you can click a little bit about the pros. Find out they've always their,
0: been good at it,
1: haven't they? Yeah, find out their sponsors, what their favourite things are. Um, bits and pieces. So uh, good on them for doing that. Prize money at Challenge Copenhagen's pretty similar to Ironman. They've got uh, fifty thousand euros, so it's about sixty two thousand uh, US. So it sort of sits in the mid range for say, an Ironman race. So. Yeah, good money and it pays ten deep and also you just need to finish within the top ten. You don't need to be with any any time percentages with challenge races, which is uh, That's cool. Have,
0: I mean as well, didn't
1: they? I can't remember. They did. Okay. I'm pretty sure they did drop it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the usual contenders there for, for Challenge Copenhagen. You've got Tim Van Burke, um, Tim Van Berkel, and you've got uh, good old Keegan Williams from New Zealand. They've had some, some good Farlo. battles there. And Jimmy Johnson is the local favourite, but I'd say yeah, Aaron Fallo, I think yeah. would be my uh, my pick for for that one. Edith, Edith, need a finger on the girls' Tansman side of things. Yeah, Tensman Haynes, and. Uh, I think Edith Niederfringer, I think it's uh, it's her race to win. Although Elizabeth Christensen, um, she's a very good athlete and, and I thought she had some time off to have some kids so I'm not quite sure what sort of form she'll be in but uh, I'm picking it'll be either Edith Niederfringer or Elizabeth Christensen. It's supposed to be a great race, Challenge Copenhagen and uh, the Danes are producing you know some, some good athletes so uh, get out there and rip it up at the KMD Challenge Copenhagen.
0: OK, um, then really the big race is weekend.
1: Oh, hold on, Embraham Man first. I've got to give Embra I've got oh, to give Man- is, Man is here. I don't know I don't know who's racing, but mm-hmm. I, we, we we went over there last year for for Epic Camp and, and got to see what this race is all about. It is one hell of a course. Uh, if you ever want a real serious challenge. It's an iron Distance race. Iron Distance Race. Not beautiful lake swim. The bike course is just insane. You go over the Coal desert and uh, and several other coals. It is it is it is big time and you'll get their Tour de France experience um, but just a massive amount of climbing and then a very nice cool run course as well but i just got to give that race a bit of love because the prize money is outstanding we've got a 100,000 euros basically up for grabs How 20, do get the money? It'll be all through the local um, like Rotary or something like that local
0: businesses
1: and... No not only really businesses but they've got a lot of their, their regional councils will would, would pump a lot in but it's a big race they have Big, big field. It's uh, I'm pretty sure it sells out. $22,000 for the first was a superstar, mate? wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was a superstar. Interestingly, at this race, it's not equal prize money between the males and the females. Oh, so really? 22000 for for Scratch. So te- technically, Scratch, though, is defined as first person across the line. So if you had a female... I was commentating
0: at a race. I can't remember which race it was. Maybe it was, was, was you Do you pay the same for five guys and girls? I do, yeah. I can't remember which race it was, and I was commentating at it. And as a commentator, you you, you got nothing to do with sure children. you just kind of there to kind of hype the crowd and inform people. And they had different prize money for female males, and the people weren't happy. <laughs> 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 the chicks weren't happy. And the thing was, there was no females there. Like there was like mm. there was like two girls, mm. and there was quite a good male field. I can't remember which race it was. And uh, and the chicks went happy, and, and and I kind of had, I did that to defend the organizer in this one because it was mm. kind of like you know what there's no females here, so you know how, how can you really justify giving them the same kind of money? Mm. But
1: yeah, it, it wasn't a way to win the crowd. No. And we will, that's another argument for another day, but still bloody good money for the girls. Fifteen thousand euros for first pays sixty. But say Chrissy went and rocked up at that race; she's got quite a good potential of uh, winning. She could in, in, in the top five, so she got her fifteen thousand for winning the girls, and if she finished in fifth place overall, she'd get another four thousand. Oh, would, she, would two, you do that? I'm not sure. Scratch is scratch is scratch. That is where you cross line. You're normally going to get the top six are going to be guys, but I don't know whether it will jackpot if you were first. Well, an Emu
0: Man. She'd probably get more than fifth, wouldn't she? Quite particularly. Because what's the, the field like there?
1: It's, it's good, but it's not. Rock stars. Rock stars. But they're climbers. They're, they're exceptional at what they do. What's Chrissy doing? We'll get her on in Kona. That's, I was well, thinking that yesterday. You, you reckon her
0: we her go go have to get her on? We've been I'll saying this for on. years. I we've, won't have a Chrissy interview we don't ask the same questions that everyone else asks. Well,
1: we'll do that. I'll, I'll sort it out. I'm put it, putting, it out, putting it out there. We'll get her on in Kona. If she's there, we'll put her on. Do you think she'll be there? Tom will be racing it. Yeah. Apparently he's qualified You yeah, he got it wrong Yeah we did get it wrong So go everybody at, at Embram and, uh I'm a Facebook friend of her. She go. only has 830 friends, so that's pretty cool. There you go. <laughs> uh, so we've also got the Aquadrat Sports Ironman USA Championships coming up. It's 125,000 US prize money. It's 4,000 points. So for guys that are wanting to try to get to Kona, it's um, it's an awesome opportunity to get some points where you're not going to get the real, um, you know, you, the guys that have already qualified and preparing specifically, so they can get in the the sneaky back door for the final spots that do remain.
0: Oh, you second. I wasn't listening. What are you talking about? The Aquajet Sports, oh, yeah. how's I
1: it going? RSA. And the good prize money. Yeah, <laughs> <You're a moron. laughs> just, I was just about dropping an F bomb there. Um, <laughs> I was like at Chrissy's Facebook. Oh,
0: but but the thing is, wicked prize money. Field, no. This is the sort of field you'd expect for this race. It's... I know, but like they must be loving it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you know, for this this, you know, we haven't got the top ten guys from Kona here. Is there any top ten guys?
1: Uh, you've you got guys like Luke Bell who've been top 10 before. But Jordan Rapp, you know... He, Your Rap star's good. Rap star, I'd, pu- I'd put him in the top 10 Ironman yep. athletes in the world at the moment. Yep. Maybe not in Kona conditions, but... Uh, well, he, he doesn't go there, so... But yeah, I think he's he's the race favourite. I think what's going to be interesting with this race is you've got a number of guys that are that really like to push the pace on the bike. So you've got like TJ Tolkinson, Chris McDonald, um, Mike 12 um, Phil Graves. Phil Graves. So we could see some some really good dynamic there guys just wanting to smack it on the bike. And then the Rapsters no no bloody slug on the bike either. And then you have probably got guys with a slightly better pedigree on the, the running side of it, like Luke Bell. Um so it could be a could be a defining race for Luke Bell, you know. I think um, he's got a really good opportunity good here, and and Paul Ambrose has been having a really good season as well. So, could be could be a really really good race, I think. On the guys, you side go to Mary Beth, else. don't you? On the girls, yeah, Mary Beth and Amy Marsh are really the, the two Eddie. standouts there. Didi Griesbauer has um, got a good chance. Helene Bedevar, you can never count her out because she's on the extreme endurance, so she's got to oh, be good. No, and she's, she's guaranteed the winner. She's had some, uh, you know, she's been top 10 in Kona. She's been 10th before. Yep. So she, if she could quite easily run through and have a storming day and she'll need the points. here. Heather Golnick's always going to be there um, picking up the pieces when the others fall, fall down. And Lucy Zelnikova will be leading the race early on and, and seeing how she can hang on. So, you know, whilst we don't have the, you know, the Croys and Maccas here, um, I minutes. think both races... Races could be really interesting races. And the colors racing, 48. Yeah, I hate to put that in. Outstanding. 48. Still cranking.
0: It's funny if you look at just you look at like as a quick, brief look at ages, most of the girls are in the mid to late 30s no. you know, and guys have actually got a bit of mix of 20s and 30s. Mm. So it's interesting. Um, okay, that should be good. Are you excited about this race? Um,
1: yeah. I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a better field than what you get at a standard Ironman, so I think they've got to say, yep. You know, the points and the money has brought together Do you think they should have done a little bit earlier.
0: You know, I know, I know it's, it's probably perfect time for North America, as in when you want to do it. But if you're going to have this kind of prize money, you want to have top 10 pro guys.
1: I think. It's it's a it's a reasonable backstop for the guys that have maybe cocked up their seasons, but they still want to be able to get to Kona, because they can. Get, yeah, but
0: like for this race here in New York, iconic. You know, this could be turned into be one of the iconic races. Mm. If we had it as a, it's oh, a hard one because you go to a slightly early season race that kind of
1: makes it harder for the age groupers. But, it, yeah, they spread the season nicely how you have the well, you got Melbourne Melbourne in March you got Germany in July and then you have this in mid-August so it spreads the season quite nicely um, so yeah timing wise you know if they, if they want to get a top field but is it more
0: you need to go like March May, Late yep. July, yeah, you know right. what I mean. Like you'd, you'd maybe, you know, obviously this probably won't happen, but you might, you know, Melbourne. If you could bring Germany forward or have a race around May and then late July, then you'd probably get better fields at those three. You know, this field here, nothing against these guys; these are good races, but it's not the equivalent of a Germany or a Melbourne.
1: No, but I, th- I think you, if you put it early to mid-season, you, you're going to get. um yeah, people who wouldn't do I mean Germany. They'd probably choose, but they'd either choose Germany or, or this race. So yeah, I'd, I'd agree. They would get a better field if they put it, say, in June time. There's or, It's already a pretty congested field. So they're probably thinking on one hand, you know, age groupers, we're trying to spread the season. So there's a, a variety of races so they can maybe get North American age groupers who are doing an early season race and a later season race. So
0: Yeah, but one of the things about this race is they've, they've made it, like, sure, we can look at, like, they could have put a race on New York and it would have been successful. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it would have got the age groupers and They could have kept it as a third tier race on the pro circuit because it wouldn't yep. have mattered, you know. Yeah, I'd love to go to New York and do a race, and I'm sure a lot of people doing the race are thinking that. But they've put an emphasis on making it an important pro race. The, the prize money of this race is the best prize money outside of Kona, mm-hmm. in line with Melbourne and Germany. So they've said this is a race that we want the best pros to be at. Now, looking at this field without being disrespectful with to these guys, it's not the equivalent of a Germany, no, no, no. so. The timing hasn't really worked in that regard. No. So, there you go. There you are, go. You just, are you grateful? Yeah. Far out, Brussels sprout.
1: Right. Um you just want to say you're, you're a genius? Yeah, Bevan. You should be, you should be CEO. Watch, watch out, Andrew Messick. Be, I'm Bevan, coming, Bevan, mate, I'm Bevan's, coming. Bevan's coming to take your coming. job. Uh, we had a really good email on uh, Extreme Endurance. Sponsor. Patrick Topham, he actually sent the email into um, into Extreme Endurance, saying, "I just wanted to take a moment to thank you, Extreme Endurance, for such an incredible product. Thanks to IM Talk, I took the chance and tried Extreme Endurance and execute, and have been very happy with the results and the numbers have the numbers to back it up." Um, before he started taking the, pro- he's basically run through and given us some some numbers on on races, and he's basically been measuring it with power and um, and heart rate, and as he's been taking it, he has been improving and he's dropped about. 30 seconds and just over um, 30 seconds per mile. I think in just over two months' time, with his was his performances uh, at Ironman races. I'm loving the results I'm getting with Extreme Endurance. Thanks again, Patrick. So we love it when we get uh, feedback for, for like this, and we also get the stats to say, you know, when we had Hal Tao saying, "Look, I did these." 5K races and I got consistent. I got faster when I took the extreme endurance. Good old Patrick Topham here has been saying, um, you know, I've done a couple of Ironmans, I've taken the product and I've actually seen a, a real improvement. So uh, we love it. So get your extreme John, endurance. Yes. I get the feeling people don't listen to us
0: sometimes. Why do Why do you get that feeling? Because we're still getting emails from people going, the discount code isn't working. Yeah. And we've, we've said quite a few times that they're not doing the discount code on the extreme endurance right now. Got it on the Amiga. On the Amiga. So don't email us and say discount code isn't working because we told you that about 10 times now. Listen to the show. <laughs> Listen to us. So if you do want to get the Extreme Endurance, there isn't a discount code on that currently, but if you want to get the Amiga Boost. Amiga, Vi-
1: yeah, yep. the uh, discount
0: code. Discount
1: code is I am talk. And if you No, it's not. What is it? See, now
0: you're giving the wrong discount well, code. I know, but what is it? Well, now
1: I haven't I'm, I'm
0: prepared oh, for this. Oh, you should always know. What the, you're the guy who knows the stuff. I just it. It's waffled. on our Facebook page. Okay, on our Facebook page. Amiga, something. Don't go putting out the wrong (laughs) discount
1: code. Go on your Facebook page. Don't email
0: me. Pause it now. i do it now. I'll do it now. Facebook. It's Chrissy. She's my friend. Yeah,
1: yeah. She doesn't go on Facebook. I'll I'll carry on the show. Bevan will come back. Um, Hot topic of the week is brought to you by SLS. Try. I'm on Um, our
0: page. Where is it?
1: Just you open your eyes. Where? Scroll. Find the post. (laughs) Where did you post it? Seriously, so if working. I had a cricket bat now, we'd only have one producer left in the studio. <laughs> okay, I'm still looking for it. Okay, well you'll find it. Just keep looking. Can you search or something like that? <laughs> um, so Hot Topic of the Week is brought to you by SLS Try. Last week was Bevan's s- silly topic. Omega Talk, John. Omega Talk. Omega Talk, posted on the 30th of June. Exactly. As discussed on this week's show,
0: if the new Extreme Endurance codes are Omega Talk. It gives you 20% off Extreme Omega products. And in the you, EU and the US. Omega Talk AD for automatic delivery.
1: There you go. There we go. So, here we go. go. There we go. Last, um, we're still on Facebook, so last week Bevan had the silly topic of what event you would do if you wanted oh, to go John, to the Olympics. It was not
0: silly. 47, how many did I get?
1: 40, wait a second. Facebook, Facebook,
0: Facebook, Facebook. 43 comments, John. Mm. I think anything over 40 is standard. Yeah, still, I'm pretty happy with 40. Well the done. week before you did one, we got like 10.
1: Heaps. 17 the week before, John. we got heaps. Yeah, so I'm just saying. Ian Cassidy, uh, going to play women's beach volleyball. You're just a perv, Ian. You're yeah. just a perv. Although five so people Craig, liked it. So <laughs> Craig Kirkwood. So, Craig, you're a perv as well.
0: Um, Alan Bennett, he's got to go for Ian Cassidy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Craig Kirkwood, jeez. <laughs> There's a lot of people. Lars Minken. The marathon getting more action for my money. Probably would do best in the 100 metres, as I'd only be about three or four seconds behind the winner.
1: Matt McCullough, uh fencing would be pretty cool, especially since it looks like the event that takes place uh, on the set of the movie Tron.
0: Well, Dan Conway agrees to go. I'll go with fencing, but I'd use my own
1: Braveheart style word. Freedom. Uh, Gary Fegan, synchronized swimming. I think handball would be the least embarrassing, as no one plays it. It's just uh, so just being fit is an advantage.
0: I don't know, it's quite
1: big in some European countries, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's huge. Well, Have you watched it? Uh, no. I've watched it before, but I haven't watched it the Olympics.
0: Uh, Stephen Taylor would be the road race. It was the first event in London, so uh, more time to party in the village. Good point. And, of course, it looked like a lovely place
1: to have a leisurely ride around on my bike. Ben Monroe, single-scales rowing alongside the guy from Niger, two minutes behind everyone else. I yep. did see that.
0: Yeah, I saw that as well. Cameron Griffith's got. I oh, think swimming, I think. I think swimming is a great perv. <laughs>
1: there'd be no way of wiping the smile off my face. <laughs> uh, Lucy Francis, diving. I would introduce a few more moves like bombing, but seriously, the cycling TT is where I'd probably do okay.
0: James Votel, he's got um, Javelin catching. <laughs> I'd love yeah, to have that nice. event. How many deaths, do you can there be, there'd be if they had Javelin
1: catching? I wonder how fast Javelin moves. It'd be pretty hard to catch it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a pretty big risk if you get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roddy Ho, that was a great topic. Oh, um, wait, wait. You haven't got anyone else?
0: You, you, we've got 47 here. has got a few we can go through.
1: Rasmus Mef- oh, Sally, Stev- 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 Salad, uh, badminton, and I would like to meet the Chinese. It's controversy in the badminton. Did you see that? Well, 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 I don't really get it. Like, is
0: this like... They were
1: throwing games. They were but, intentionally losing. Is it wrong? Um, well it's against the rules That's what they've got in the rules Is you oh, can't intentionally caught. Throw the games Because otherwise- But then
0: there was that Pommy Cyclist Who deliberately fell over
1: Yeah I didn't read the article and I saw the headline I didn't read the article No neither But from mm. what I can tell mm. <laughs> Anyway That was interesting Right Bevan What would you, what would you do
0: I think the 100 metres because right. it's just a hype event if you if you're going for you're going for if you go there's two strategies you go for you go for life experience or where you think you can do the best and let's be honest we're not going to do good at anything no Triathon I'd be out of the water too slow yeah so would I the marathon I could probably do the women's marathon I was watching the women's marathon could you really well no I was, I was watching there you know, where they were about 10k I think I could probably still be with them at this point yeah. And so you you know you get a bit of coverage for that point. You oh, look at the, the, the men. What are they running per k? The girls? if They're running two. they are eight k's at about twenty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh, I can I can at that pace, mm-hmm. you know. So I was thinking, well, maybe women's marathon. Um, I probably have to get six change. Yeah. But hey, that's what you do for your sport.
1: Um, <laughs> you do the, No, I won't say that. What <laughs> do <laughs> the, Some sports you don't actually have to have a six change by the look of it. That's true. <laughs> um, yes. Um,
0: but the marathon. The whole world stops I mean sorry The the 100 metres Mm -hmm. The whole world stops To watch the 100 metres Isn't it And that race yesterday Was awesome And as someone else was saying You only lose by about Four seconds Yeah You know And you
1: you could do Your show pony At the the start That's right Yeah. I could do my
0: handstands My stomach roll Have you
1: seen my stomach roll
0: Oh watch this John Yeah Wait 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 Really, really.
1: Yeah, now that would be your move at the start. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I can't understand, with 100 meter runners, why they don't like wear skin suits and stuff like that. Somebody I can't understand the high shoes. jumpers. Yeah. Why would you wear something, a baggy t-shirt? It's got to cost you... Well, obviously it doesn't. It's got to. Wow. Well, you some, sample? Somebody post on Facebook if you think it doesn't cost you... If, if there's any scientific proof that... I just can't understand why they wouldn't, wouldn't do so it. So you're saying wind resistance, maybe over nine seconds... It's got to. It's got to cost you a, a tiny millisecond of something. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
0: One thing we did last night at home, we, we, Tyler and Joe were in lounge and stuff, and so we um, we measured how high the high jump is. Yeah. So they're going. The record's about two forty, John. So if I stand up next to you,
1: watch this. It's basically. It's. A, it's the roof. It's most bad. most roofs are two thirty five high. So so John, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's stupid. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. If somebody how, running, how are you? You could jump. Um. 140, 150 I don't know, That rings a bell No I don't that. reckon You could do that That was from uh, high. high school uh, From from, uh, I seem to remember Those numbers ringing a bell Yeah I think you're dreaming Okay 150 That's just
0: about me On one, I mean, that is a bit high Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right You're, you're dreaming mate yeah.
1: I couldn't do the Frosby flop I had to scissor
0: I used to be able to do it But I was never that good at it anyway. uh, The scissor pro- is hard Because you've got to Get the timing right hmm. The is a legend Isn't he oh, f- Big time. He'll go down like like two hundred years from now. That we're still, you know, he's done something in history. Mm. Great discussion. Probably the best ever. All right. So what is he going? I would get hundred minutes. What would yours
1: be? um, I can't remember what I said last week. I'd love to be good at table tennis. Okay, that was out. The table tennis is outstanding. I I actually like a bit of table tennis. Are you good? um, I'm not too bad. I'm pretty But but Totally different. Differently. Um, anyway, this week's topic was the one that I wanted to do last nah, that's week. A bit boring. <laughs> does the quality of the pro field and Ironman events you go to matter to you? If there were no pros, would you care? I know we might have done something similar to this before, but I was just interested. You said there were
0: recurring themes.
1: Um, uh, I'm just, I'm just, do people like this this weekend, for example, Ironman New York? There's, um, okay, we don't have any of the big hitters. Did the guy you're racing there? Does it really bother you or not? I think. If we got rid of all the pros, would it really matter? I, I, I think. Save then, it, Bevan, save it. Right. John, you know would what? Would it I matter think? if we got rid of the pros? Okay,
0: SLS try, John. And what they've done is they love the Olympics so much. They've got an Olympic code, John, and you put the code in the show notes, which is a good have. job.
1: Yes. Yes. So, so. Tell us about it. I'm trying to figure out my team. We're having an Olympic special next week. Get a free pair of. Oh, hold on, here comes a Oh, oh, he season. Saved it. Uh, get a free pair. Get a free pair of compression socks when you buy an FX suit or an FX short plus top. Use the code Olympia. How it works: pick your style suit or two piece. Pick your compression socks. Enter the code Olympia at checkout and then enjoy. So basically, bloody good deal. The socks are, the socks are stylish and uh, and especially the girls, have got those nice little ones with flowers and stuff on them. So basically get yourself a free pair of socks when you get a tri suit or a two piece. So if you're not into the tri suit, get a two piece. And uh, get the quality, it's good stuff, SLS Try. we get lots of feedback on um, how awesome it is. So go to try.com use the code Olympia. Put the compression socks and your tri-suit or two-piece in your cart and it'll take off the, uh, take off the amount you pay for the, the socks. And it's just a deal. It's a no-brainer, Bevan. Oh, the on? I've already done it. Good. Twice today. Those socks looking great on you, Dave. A few people wearing the socks in the women's marathon. I, I didn't really watch the women's marathon; I just saw the highlights. terrible weather,
0: oh, it was woeful! Smashed, weather.
1: Didn't they? Woeful. Poor buggers. Um, but a number of them wearing their socks. It was it pretty slow time? They did about two twenty four, didn't yeah, they? Sound like the condi- conditions just were crap yeah. and running on cobbles and all that sort of stuff. Our Kiwi girl was complaining about that. Is it, was it the same as the marathon course, the London marathon course? I'm ninety nine percent sure not. But oh, I'm not okay. going to categorize. The, the interesting thing for 99% me, i pretty sure, pretty sure, because. Uh, <laughs> But also, normally, you finish the marathon inside the stadium, and on this one, um, they didn't. They finished on the, the Mall. Why? Because I guess they wanted to have an iconic um, iconic course and probably running out to the stadium. I'm Picking might have been either scummy or really difficult with traffic. Uh, I guess. That's my, my, my guess. That's a pity. It is. Because it would be cool to run into a stadium at the end of a marathon. Oh, the stadium goes nut bar. No, no, man. I told it's you nut-ba. my Melbourne story, haven't I? Uh, yeah, I think you must mm. have. You probably, think I must Probably talk. hasn't. I just, want, I just want to move on. <laughs> so get, get your... I'm sure you must Get your socks at slstry.com.
0: Okay,
1: well. Did I not tell you I won the Olympic gold? You did. Oh,
0: yeah. oh you must have Here's the music. Uh, uh, hey, global global week. John, I'm thinking what we should do is we're watching the Olympics in the background right now. they have got it on TV. We're just having a victory ceremony for the 400 men's hurdles. Who won that, do you know? We'll find out. You An you, American you, guy. American oh, guy. is that America? The front guy? Oh, I don't know. But right, maybe if right, another right, race I'm comes right. on, we yeah. should have a bet against each other. Okay. If there's a track race, yeah. we'll make a prediction,
1: and we'll see who wins. We, we don't, I, I know nothing. I wouldn't have a We'll never clue. We got the sound down. You see, so we'll be. We won't be getting any. Uh, no, interfe- uh, un- no. Un- no we no, just
0: no. Only if it happens. Okay, age group of the week except from Nick Rose. Is it Nose Rose? Nick Nose Rose, but he likes the Admiral. But um, <laughs> <we'll go laughs> he's even got Rose. Admiral Rosie, Yeah, which we like. Nomination for age group of the month. I'd like to nominate the most hardworking, consistent, genuine people I know. This weekend, just gone. Emma Rand ran, ran through the field to win the. Outlaw Triathlon 2012, who finished time of 11 hours and 16 seconds, Ooh, not quite this put her long. nine minutes ahead of the next female and cemented her place in the outlaw history and pirate folklore. We have coined the phrase in the Twitter world "Emma is o'clock." She's got it up. Uh, she is up practically every morning before 6am training and is one of the most determined and self-driven age groupers I know. She's extremely supportive of other triathletes and is always willing to help. She is, however, a no-nonsense kind of girl too. Slackers beware, myself and Fig Fig have been the end of many of her sharp wits uh, when it comes to putting our asses in the right direction. It's all in good banter though and with passion like hers, it's a contagious enthusiasm for the sport that shines through. What she shows is that by putting in the hours and working damn hard, the rewards will come. She is an example for everyone starting out in long-distance triathlon, a true star, amazing attitude, and great
1: to be around. Yeah, I think that was America in first and second there in the 400 oh, hurdles. Nice. Um, I love it when you get uh, Someone good, gives a bit of shit. good female athletes giving guys... Who was that Kathy lady in Christchurch? Remember that Kathy, Kathy Lynch, wasn't it? Kathy Lynch, I never met her, but uh, not... Yeah, Kathy Lynch is a machine, machine. Issues. Yeah, yeah, she was, she was like a multi-sporter.
0: And uh, and <coughs> I never really met her either, but rough as guts. Oh, yeah. And she'd be swearing at the boys, come on, you're an effing loser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, stuff, yeah.
1: Like. yeah. I think she might have gone to the Olympics for mountain biking. Yeah, she did, yeah. 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 But oh, I love it when girls basically, and, and we're talking vegan and guys like Holy that's Christ. standard. Oh, Pull it together, man. Pull did you together. see the rower who was bawling his eyes out? Uh, the, the pommy one that got third. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I love it when they're giving decent age group guys. You know, Vegan's are sub ten now, isn't he? So he's he's he's, he's decent, sharp now. Um, and telling them to just pull their finger out and get their ass into gear. I love it.
0: Yep. Did you? Yeah. Who's Stop
1: the, watching the TV, Bevan. <laughs> Stop it. Felix Sanchez is crying his eyes out. Oh, he was a raging hot favourite. He was. Was he? Yeah. Did you know that for a fact? He's winging it. Fe- I remember the name Felix. He's
0: he's been crushing everybody. Well, he he crushed it, and he's crying. Tell you what, Emma wouldn't be crying, you know what she said to him right now? she be buddy. harden take, up. Take a, You're a man. Oh goodness. Take a cinnamon, what is it? Take a teaspoon of cement and harden up. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh. So Emma Rand, well done on winning the oh, Outlaw. Oh, sensational. Prize. And was it the second time in a row?
0: No, I know. I don't know where you got that from. Okay. Well, <laughs>
1: but you she's, see, she's, when I was reading, you were watching the Olympics, weren't you? Five-time defending champion. <laughs> yeah. even, though, even though they've only had it twice, I think. Uh, nice work, Emma. You are our age group of, of the week. week. Uh, music?
0: No, we'd say whips of the week. whips of the, whips the week. Uh, we'll do music. Yeah, I've been mean, lazy. We we'll watch some Olympics. Whoopside of the week The poor bugger's still crying his eyes out
1: He's not American
0: He's not American He's from I think it's the Republic of Somewhere But seriously He was crying like a little three year
1: old For a second there Wasn't he John? He's got a similar jacket to the Americans That's where I got thrown
0: Yeah I do. I see why you went there But He's uh, The poor is But As I was saying He's got an Olympic gold medal around his head So
1: He's getting a standing ovation Yeah he's. It's, he's, a bit, he's, it's raining and he's, he's John one thing you do notice about the Olympics is There's some attractive people at the Olympics Sheep
0: is creepers, <laughs> and it's for both sexes, guys and yeah. girls. You know, yeah. the girls are getting lots of kind of eye candy as well. Yeah, but I was watching the women's hurdles. Mm-hmm. Do you watch some of those wonderful There's one just sitting there watching it with Joe, yeah, and, and it was pretty obvious this girl was pretty hot. Yeah, and it went on with a couple of other girls, and the other girls were pretty hot as well. But this was next, and, and eventually I had to go, she was pretty hot, hey babe. And Joe just gave me this smile, she just let me have that one. It's, it's,
1: it's what's inside that matters because it's what's inside <laughs> right. I don't just look it's not you know don't, <laughs> judge, don't judge a book by its cover <laughs> that's better. right John um, website of the week this week brought to you by trainingpeaks.com uh I just stumbled, and I was on K226.com, and um, they've got on their home page, they have a bunch of YouTube clips and stuff, and one of them linked off to the Ironman Europe YouTube channel. Bloody good. If you want to go watch a bit of Ironman stuff, they've basically got, I think, what well, they must be, must their TV releases, but they've got all, you know, the majority of their Ironman Europe races that they manage. Well, they John done an Ironman TV show. Yeah, good 30-minute 30 30 um, shows. There was one on Frederick Van Laird and Ironman France, and they've got a whole, you know, Good historical library of events there. So if you you're looking for a bit of something to watch on the the trainer, or you're just looking for some coverage, go onto it and just it's the official Ironman Europe uh, YouTube page.
0: Oh, this is great! This is like oh, it's pretty brilliant
1: Yeah. friend the of the show. Head. Yep. So he was he went off and won Nice, and it's just uh, it's high production too, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm picking this would have been what, what went on TV. So they've got the good stories as well. It's not not quite the same league as. Uh, is NBC and and having to have a tissue on hand or anything, but I think they've got some good, yeah. There's oh, Gina, Gina Crawford. She's she had baby you go. Put yeah, Gina Crawford coming back. This is so, good. uh, no, it's bloody, bloody, bloody good YouTube channel. So, so you think it's, it's for it, it is for TV? Well, not... I assume so. It's TV standard. You're not going to just do that for the internet. Well, eventually they will. Well, eventually. That's that's, that's where it's going, John. Okay, so it's YouTube.com. The actual site slash user slash IM Europe and uh, a whole bunch of things are there. And I've actually got a dual. Um, photos are pretty hot too, aren't they? Australia. We've got to watch out because Australia <laughs> might Paul get another. they have got some uh, Russian or ex Russian. Well, the Russians Russian. on now. No, but she's. she's she, she oh, de- ex Russian, defective t- Australia. I think she defected after the Sydney Games, but that seems a long time ago. Hey, um, babe, we're not talking about hot girls. <laughs> uh, and uh, so check out that Ironman Europe um, YouTube channel. And the other one that I wanted to bring up today, and I, I have a gut feeling I may have had this as a website of the week before, but it was in, in light of talking about Ultraman Canada, if you're ever looking at doing an, an Ultraman race, uh, Well, this is exactly why I've got this website up, Bevan. It's iutasport.com. So it's International Ultra Triathlon Association website. And they've basically got on there listed all the ultra-distance races around the world. So click on races there, Ben. Yes, so 1, 2, 8, There may well be more. This, this is basically the, the affiliated sort of series that they've got there. And it's got uh, the Deckerman Man UK. doesn't have all of them on here, but it's got a good starting point. Then you've got the Ultraman races, which Canada is a part of this year. Um, you've got Ultraman Canada, you've got Ultraman... Hawaii and you've got, to, you've got to sort of be invited for that and then you've got Ultraman UK as well but basically starting point if you're looking at doing an ultra and there's different formats so you've got the race this weekend uh, in Canada is uh, sort of John we've got the 400 men's final 400 men's final okay who's going to okay, win okay it, so we're not, we're not going to pause. we're going to okay. talk through
0: it so we've got Michael Johnson's got the world record still yeah. and he's in 43, 18, 1999 and he's still got the record It's pretty crazy, isn't it? Why are you putting the mic closer to me?
1: Because you're talking away from the mic.
0: No. Okay. uh, uh, You're going to be talking away from the mic because you're going to watch it. Okay, so we've got uh, Belgium, Australian, Trinidad, Trinidad, Trinidad. Tobago. Australian? Australian. How did he
1: make the final? He's going to win it, John. Okay, so here we go. So you pick a number out of one to eight. I'm going to go – I don't know how they seed the – it's got to be one of the middle lanes. I'm going to go for lane – Borley from Belgium. I'm going to go for lane six. to a 44.99 in
0: qualifying. Mm-hmm. He's not looking that confident. He's a bit shaky with the arms. He's from Belgium. He's got a loose single on. He's not going to win. No, he's not going to win. I don't think his mother loved him because he doesn't look that happy. Yeah. No. And then this could be quite long podcasting. It might not be the best podcasting of all time, but it is the 400-meter
1: final. Then we have... Spending a lot of time in this Belgium, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be... Maybe we'll come back to this. Oh, Solomon from Australia Australians going places Australia you could have a medalist here he's got the skin suit on he no, I, watch, I watch the heats he did it in the heats 44.97
0: in the heats now this guy here he got the silver no uh, how to that one John Lagone Jordan from Trinidad and Tobago or Gordon even oh sorry Gordon uh, 44.57 he's, he's a happy character yeah, yeah. so you, you, you do kind of oh James oh he looks mean yeah he's from where's he from Somewhere mean or oh, even kisses his uniform. He's from
1: oh, Granada, I think.
0: Yeah. Was. Oh, Bahamas. Brown. He's got a funny Americans. You sure this is Chris Brown? He's also a singer. Yeah. yeah Forty-four point. Yes. Got a bit final. of a receder. Got a bit of a receder.
1: Here's this young guy. He's he only eighteen. This is hard to pick. There's no American. I normally you normally just go for the American. The I form, know, John.
0: Look at this guy. Oh, yeah. He's oh. John. Loves him because oh. he's got the oh. cocky. Yeah <laughs> he's coming last. Well, he did really well in his heat. He dominated the heat. And then we've got Pinder from Bahamas. He did a 44.940. So everyone's about similar time in the heats. It's going to be... Now, to me, John, I reckon it's the hardest race of all.
1: Oh, i I reckon the 400 hurdles Belgium. Than the 400. There's no Americans. No Americans, I know. Look, I'm, I'm backing Aussies. We'll give you guys a lot of Come crap. on, Australia. I'm backing the Aussie. Aus New Zealand, that's what we'll call it. <laughs> <That's> exactly. We'll <laughs> claim it. We'll claim it. Now, Bevan, what would you be able to do a 400 in? Do you think you can break 60? 20? No, don't be so stupid. No, I wouldn't be able to rate 60. No, you, no, you would. You'd be go close. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. <laughs> yeah, seriously, you would. Would I? Yeah, yeah. No, 60 is sort of the benchmark. That's 15 you, seconds for every 100. Yeah, no, you, you wouldn't be too far off 60. I think i love that I, you I have that think much faith in me. Could, could you do that? No, I couldn't, but oh. you would be a lot quicker than me over 400. Oh, would I? Yeah, no, I reckon you'd be 65-ish maybe. Yeah, I reckon 65 might be fair. Yeah. I don't think we get sub-60.
0: It's quite yeah. fast. Yeah. Okay, wait, get you know, on the be, mark. We're on the Mark. Do you want to put, the com- put the commentating on? Yeah. Okay, you guys are loving this show. This is probably the best podcast of all time. Okay. Oh,
1: wait, I'm muting it. Oh, what have I done? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, that started. Come on, the Aussie. Go the green and gold. Come on, Australia. Come on, Australia. These guys are amazing. Look at them. 10 seconds. I reckon that guy in the multicoloured one, the Granada dude, the mean mean looking The Bahamas looking pretty good on the outside right now. Yeah, he's in lane 7, though. Gotta go in that corner, but he's looking good. He's a young fella. He's going to blow. He's gone. No, my young fella's coming through. Oh, it's the Australian. Australian's out of it, sorry. (laughs) The Aussie's going to come last. It's going to be close. Yeah, the mean dude's going to take it. The mean dude's going to take it easy. Olympic world record? No.
0: No. Olympic record? Oh no.
1: 43.94. Nice, that's pretty good. 19 years, John. Oh goodness me. Oh, I think the Aussie came last, didn't he? He did all right. He did all right. Yeah, nice not right. give him of time. There's so, white boy in there, let's be honest. 400. Done and
0: dusted. Well, wow, that's probably the best podcast we've
1: ever done, John. I think today is. So we're, we're setting a new standard. Okay, so what else are we talking about? Uh, Ultraman International Association webpages, i oh, yeah. u tasport.com. I'll point to it up to Bevan. trainingpeaks.com. What have you got here? Have you got a phone? No. I'm gonna, I wanted to explain something today because I've, uh, I've basically I've downloaded the app. I don't have a clue about what apps are and all this sort of stuff. I'd know. I, 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 I do, but I've never used an app on well, my you phone. you've got a Blackberry, John. Like no, you have even got a Blackberry, you've got an Acer. <laughs> this is a free phone, Bevan. I'm not, I, I wouldn't make too many claims to this. Uh... What, what, what's the OS? Sorry? Is it Android? Yes, Android. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, well, that's all good. You start talking.
0: I'm going to get it too. I'm going to get what do I get? Training peaks. Yeah. Training peaks, I'll say, I'm on an iPhone, John. Look at this. Tell you a funny story about my iPhone. Y- yep You on. know my screen was broken? Yeah. Look at my screen. Fixed. Fixed. And normally it only cost $300. I could have made a mind to fix it for me, $25. Nice deal. When he fix it, John, one problem. Broke the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said I'm that, didn't you? No, no, he broke, I broke the front bit. Ah. And, he, and he, I paid for him to get it fixed. Yeah. And then he broke the back when he did it.
1: It so. oh, doesn't matter though, does yeah, it? Yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> so, anyway, so I downloaded the Training Peaks app. Because um, one of the key things when you when you when I was coaching you, Bevan was woeful at keeping a I was, uh, at I was keeping okay, a like keeping To be honest, I would on. be good
0: nowadays. Yes. with these apps.
1: Yeah. So th- this all I've got to do is basically down- download the app, whether it's iPhone or whether it's. Um, I'm, I'm downloading it now with iPhone. And look, look, if I want to add a workout, if I want to say right, what I did yesterday. is basically right. I'm clicking add workout. I'm basically yesterday I did a run, and then I put in run, and I put in. The hours I basically did a one-hour run, and I can write some comments in there, which I'm just doing now. I can put the complete the distance uh, that I planned and the distance I completed. I can put really, 15k, and I was my workout post-workout comments. I was on fire, and then I'm gonna just put uh, save. Job's done. Job's I, done. John. I, I, I can be sitting in my. Uh, my doctor's appointment waiting room where I could be sitting waiting what for... What are you to doctor for? Um, my fungus on my toes. <laughs> okay. And boom, training is updated. So the, mate, the, mate, the point I wanted to get across there is uh, that was pretty poor podcasting to start with, but... But I've just got the app as well. Exactly, it's just so quick, and we've got some most of us who have got have just got time during the day where you're sitting there, you might be watching TV, logging onto your computer is sometimes a little bit of a hassle. Um, but if you have if you've got a GPS unit or something like that, then then you want to be downloading one of the other apps, their device agent, and that is similar to that. It takes a few seconds to upload it. But if you're not somebody that's using um, power or, or GPS, and you just want to track what you're doing, you can do this within seconds. That's that's today's training. Upload it. it would, yesterday's training well it's also we all most
0: people carry The phones are an attachment of the body nowadays mm. you know mm. what I mean and so if you think of it that way it's just really easy at the end of your session you grab your mm. phone three seconds it's done yeah. I know like I know you You always hated the fact that I never was good at keeping it hurry. nowadays I'd be great at it because I'm you know, attached to my phone so mm. yeah these tools are amazing
1: it's making us technology is making us better athletes exactly yeah you know, so it's, it's all good So go to, um, if you get yourself signed up to trainingpeaks.com but when you do that make sure you do go through the um, imtalk.me webpage, click on the training peaks uh, logo there whether you're signing up for a free account or the premium account if you're doing the premium account use the code Talk, and you get a 15% discount um, and there's a bunch of other things that you get with the, the premium account that basically removes any advertising it means you can get uh, access to a, a lot more tools um and just a lot more functionality that that's available to you so check that out on dot give it a try with the, the give the, the app a try look i'm i'm absolutely hopeless with things like apps but it's just just download well, i think it's
0: more you haven't tried apps
1: yeah that's a, that's a fair comment yeah but um so this is the first app that I've really downloaded and it's it's just it's ridiculously easy. So uh, it, w- it will help your performance if you can track your training. If you've got a coach, they will be much happier if you're able to keep track of your training in a timely manner. Okay, John. So check it out, trainingpeaks.com.
0: Questions and answers. Let me pull this up here. Questions and answers, and this is from... Um...
1: Mark Antrim.
0: Okay, and he's just got... Uh... If someone wants to train for a nine and a half hour Ironman how fast should they be capable of going over the shorter distances before starting to train for Ironman specific block? Swim influences oh, I
1: mean, That's, that's oh. my answer So it's Bloody hard question to answer there, Mark, um, because you know courses just are going to and be- all uh, your
0: strengths so and yeah, so many yeah, variables out there. Yeah,
1: but I just what I what I did is um, firstly the swim influences your short course performance a lot more. So you can have some very good Ironman athletes who perform relatively quite a bit weaker at say Olympic distance because their swim is their their weakness, and, and they make up their time at Ironman races on the bike and they run. Concentrate, Bevan for God's sake. Oh, sorry, the, um, the Olympics are addictive, and uh, so. so so I think yes, you can read a bit into short course performances, but but not so much. Um, you know, if you are looking at a steady nine hour thirty Ironman, you know your ballpark. You're going to be looking at a one hour swim, a five hour ten bike, and a, and a three hour fifteen to twenty marathon. So you know the, the easiest indicator to look for here is, is your marathon. And if you're looking to try to run a, a three twenty marathon, then you know you do the old Jack Daniels formula. Should be able to run around about thirty eight thirty for a ten k. And then for for a nine hour thirty Ironman, you know I think the things you focus on, read a bunch of the stuff on on um, endurance corner website on on you know going fast at Ironman because nine hours thirty is a fast Ironman, um, but you really just need to have a good steady swim and you need not to be beaten up out of the swim and this goes across the board. The bike is the critical one if you want to have a fast. Man race, you've got to be A strong on the bike and you've got to be able to get off the bike and God, this is sort of no brainer stuff but you've got to be able to get off the bike and be able to put on a good Run and not have the bike beat you up too too much. If you're new to the sport, I think one of the key things you need to focus on is is the short course racing. Yes, it's going to benefit your long course performance, but I think the biggest thing you're going to get out of it concentrate oh, is the race experience you're going to get like my mother. Um, from from doing short course racing is crucial because you need that yeah, and transition that. and just understanding how races flow and and getting if you don't come from a sporting background, understanding what it likes. It is like to be in a race situation, and I think the other key thing for you, if you're going for a nine hour thirty Ironman, is to get those miles in the bank on the bike. Uh, I know, Bevan, you've probably come from a, you know, you've you've gone from nine hours thirty, and, and really your weapon became you were really really which strong is, on the bike,
0: which is really interesting because I was traditionally a runner. And if anything, looking back, I probably didn't run enough. That was my downfall looking back. You know, I was, you kind of mm-hmm. do – you kind of go where you develop your mind, don't you? You know, you, know, you go as, as, as character and as a person and you kind of go, if I were be willing to do the same amount of training I did, I could probably be a better athlete now just because I'm, I'm more educated and more knowledgeable and more – Because you
1: should have been able to run a three hour. Yeah, right? totally. Um, and I think I did a
0: 308 yeah. was my best. So <clears> – <throat> um, but I, I think I always probably compromised running too much, cycled a bit
1: too much, and if I were to go back, I'd probably run a little bit more. Um, but you came strong, became you became you had you got a good fast Ironman time off the back of a really strong bike ride. but I will say, I never rode hard on the bike. Mm. The only
0: time I ever I rode I rode hard that time when we did Taupo, but that was only because I I, I got to a point in the race where we did that first half and we were quite slow, mm. and I really wanted to get a sub nine, and the only way I was gonna I wasn't gonna run you know, at 250, you know, and so I got to halfway through the race and I looked at the clock and the only way I was ever, even going to get close to doing an Ironman, even running three hours, I still had to ride hard. Mm-hmm. We rode the first hardest of two slow and so I took a risk and that was because of that race. But all my other Ironmans, I actually always rode really within myself and mm-hmm. so,
1: um, yeah, it is interesting. Um, one little comparison, interesting comparison that I did looking at the the elite side of things was, uh, again, you've got to, you've got to match... Apples with apples, um, and so I looked. at In New Zealand, we have the Taupo Ironman, Ironman New Zealand, yep. and they also have a half, which is on the same course. I think the run, I think the run course might be different. I'm not quite sure. But when I looked at Cameron Brown's times, um, when he does the half, he did three hours fifty six, and when he did the full, he did eight hours twenty. So you know, around about a twenty five minute drop off. Okay. And interestingly, almost the same with the girls, Gina. Crawford um, went 4:27 and a half, and then usually does around about the nine hours twenty mark. Mm-hmm. So f- f- for the elites, you know they're looking at around about a 25 minute drop off for so You expect half. that to be less. You, you expect that to be probably larger for yeah, a uh, yeah. for, for an age group athlete. So sorry, I couldn't answer your question perfectly there, Mark, but it's a bloody hard one. Um, but I'd say, you yeah, know, hopefully it's given you just something to mull on, and. I got more questions. Um, one, one, I've got one update. I'm not going to do that question from Thomas C. I'm going to do that later. Uh, good old Torsten the Geek um, up on try rating. He's updated what we talked about last week with uh, the Kona qualifiers for the pro side things. So if you're interested in checking that out and uh, finding out a bit more detail, um, go to tryrating.com. Got an email through from.
0: Oh, who's it from? <laughs> second, I, I
1: should probably. Oh,
0: bugger. But they're at the local cycle shop and where they've always got the Oakleys with... That's um, oh, not my James. Um, with, with the, where they've always got the Oakley glass of Lance Armstrong. Yes. And uh, suddenly it's disappeared. And now it's Craig Alexander. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's
1: got a photo. It looks like a Lance Armstrong photo, but it's Craig Alexander. So it was quite good. Interesting uh, to see what happens with his uh, endorsements because you know, when Tiger Woods had his, um, all it his was stuff from on, he 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 lost quite a few um, sponsors when he was sort of going through the whole negative PR...
0: There you go. You. It's, it's Craig. It looks like Lance, but it's Craig. Um, and Mel James.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. It's even got all the yellowed up, isn't it? Nice. Like it's it's very much. Um, Mel James was at the Olympics. He was doing some reporting as well, and he's got lots of photos which I'll put up on our website from the Olympics women's race. He was at the start finish line. He said nice. it was Pretty cool. Cool. At the finish line, not the start finish line. Yeah, yeah. So that's about it, really. That's nicknames.
1: That. Nicknames. Okay.
0: So so I did some nicknames. John's. We've got Dropbox, which is cool because it makes life a little bit easier. But John's just kind of expects me to have to do some work now. I don't like it. I'm not liking it at all. So we've done some nicknames. So these are the people. We're going to Kona and we're pretty excited about it. And uh, it's going to be a really great trip. And these are the people who have really helped us get to Kona. And, uh, we finally found the names, so we're back and we've got the names in front of us. And uh, we're going to start with this region down here first. <laughs> okay, this region. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the Olympics are going to different regions. Okay, so I've done David Fish. Go for it. Man on a mission. David
1: Fish. There you go, David. You're on a mission. He is on a mission. I think he's going to come uh, to Kona next year. Well, oh, there you go. There you go. You're on a mission. Diana. Added up Atkinson <laughs> Nice, that's good added Yeah, no, that's good, that's yeah. good you James Freytuck McLaughlin Where'd that come from? On his Athlinks picture, he was sort of running through a forest Like in a cross-country race or something And I was thinking Robin Hood, he was, I think he was from the UK I thought can't give him Robin Hood Who else, part of the Merry Men, Freytuck
0: Nice,
1: nice, why couldn't you give him Robin Hood? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> just didn't
0: want to... it <laughs> Okay, um, Steve Haddon
1: The Myth Steve Hatton is not a myth, I can tell you that right now. Yeah. He's the
0: real deal. He's the myth, because myths have like legendary statuses, mm-hmm. so he's the myth. What's your number one signifying? Well, because I've got to put them on the website. Right. Because yeah, I always put the names on the website. Okay. Um, Mike Shearer, you reckon that's how it's at? It? Shearer?
1: Shearer. I reckon. Okay.
0: Um, the Babyface Assassin. Nice.
1: Sure we haven't had that one before? No, I'm pretty sure we haven't. A um, couple of other contributors who have been on before Mark Pollock's Jisk. And you know why I call him Pollux? I sent him an email saying, I've got your nickname here. Why the hell did I call you that? And it was because either, I think he was maybe holding up a finger or a thumb or something like that. Yep. Pollux is like the the Roman word for thumb or finger or something. Oh, really? Yeah, you know? Wow, that's good. Wikipedia. If it's on Wikipedia, (laughs) it must must be true. true. Uh, Uh, Charles All Black Nickel.
0: Yep, nice. So we've got uh, Buster Spinner. Paul, is that
1: one Bugarelli? Bugarell? Bugarell, yep.
0: James Picker, Age of Danger, or Hot Lips.
1: Yeah, I give him a double bloody nickname. Yeah.
0: Now, is it Bodie Morrison? Yeah.
1: Mojo Rising. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? That's, very, that's outstanding. Mojo Rising. I hear Dave Dwan uh, put you in the crap at the weekend. Oh, Dave Dwan's always putting me in the crap. Yeah. Bloody hell. Saying to Joe... Uh, Apparently, you're not going to do much sightseeing in France, Joe, in Paris. Yeah, it's, it's, it's love making, And uh, she goes, babe, you've been telling people
0: that we've been making lots of love in Paris. I said, like, babe, I'd never do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the worst thing was, I go, oh, my classes, they always say everything. <laughs> 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 and she goes, it wasn't Dave, it was Dave. So there you go. Uh, Neil Ninja Stafford. <laughs> nice. I've got um, Warren Sutherland. Agent Smackdown, Agent
1: Smackdown, nice. Stephen Crunchy Toner, and where'd that come from? Well, we're not quite sure where I got Crunchy from because we went onto Athlinks page and there was not anything there because we were supposed to do these last week and I would have had it clear in my mind. Um, just go Crunchy, just say man, I'm Crunchy, you're Crunchy. I'm going to crunch crunchy everybody. You're
0: going to crunch you up, Martin Silverman, uh, Silver Surfer, I should say, um, Silver Surfer,
1: Silver Surfer, yeah, Silver Surfer, Sylvester. Yeah, there we go.
0: And lastly, uh, Nicholas Cook. Is it Nicholas? Nicholas? Yep.
1: The big ticket. Nice. The big ticket. I'm not going to save the changes because you save the changes on your side. Yes, there
0: we go. Okay, so there we go. So if you want to help us get to know um, Kona, which we're kind of getting there anyway, but we probably could do it with a little
1: more money. We could do a little more money, pay for some food. <laughs> it does help.
0: So if you want to help us get to Kona and uh, get your IM Talk nickname and... Uh, just send us, uh, go to the www.imtalk.me and there's a little link on there that says donate to the show and it'll take you through to PayPal and it's all as easy as that. Um, uh,
1: last sponsor of the show is Coffees of Hawaii. And we had a coffee fact there. Oh, and now you came up with a coffee fact no, this week. I did not come up with coffee <coughs> fact. Tim Piggott, who we had on ages ago talking about... Was uh, he the one about stretching and not stretching? Yes. Yes. Came up with it. pretty so, good memory, wasn't it? Yes. It
0: was it. And he's got... Beethoven
1: used 60 beans for every cup of coffee he consumed. Nice. Now, it, I don't know. Is it a lot? I haven't counted beans. It seems like quite a few to me. Y- yeah, you would think so, wouldn't you? Could be a strong That guy was coffee. a genius. He was. So if you want to be a genius, go to coffeesofawaii.com and get yourself some coffee. If you want the promo codes... Don't email us. Go to iamtalk.me. Click on the coffees of why logo. The coffee codes are up there. We
0: need a coffee. We need a. Uh, we, what we should do is you should you should create a page on the side. Yeah, there you go. spun that one round. Codes for the show. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then put you know what the, I'm talking
1: about? Yeah, yeah. I know
0: what you're talking about. You want know to talk about? Um, yeah. Coffees of Hawaii, guys. It's the best coffee in the world, and that's because you guys tell us.
1: And it's also got a Turf, Turkish proverb: "Coffee should be as black as hell, strong as death, and sweet as an angel's kiss." Do you like? Do you like sugar in your coffee? A
0: little bit. A little yeah, bit. I do. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yep. Yep. sweet. So check it all out: coffeesofhawaii.com. I have updated the website without just a little bit of stuff on our Kona coverage. have Um, You you, you haven't made it public? have made it public. So if you're going to Kona and you want to experience the Coffees of Hawaii boat, you just turn up at that, no problems at all. If you want to experience the Blue 70 Wetsuit Aquathon Challenge, which starts from the Coffees of Hawaii boat, there's now a sign up page on our I am talk. There's interest to I've had some emails. Good. Yep. So we need some sign-ups there. There's no entry fee. There'll be goodies to, to, to be had. And no be, entry
0: fee and you get a goodie bag.
1: Yeah. just we? I'm trying to make it so we don't have to send out a, a gazillion emails replying. If people want to get a part of it, you just need to sign up. You need to put in an estimate for your 400-meter time. And, and don't be unrealistic. No, and your 5K PB. And then I am chief handicapper. Oh, and, so you're
0: going to do it based on run and swim.
1: Yeah, yeah you didn't do that last year well we run about the same and I gave you the swim handicap okay no, okay, fair you enough. crushed me on the run Yeah, you okay. crushed me in transition you didn't crush me on the well, run well no I
0: crushed you on the run as well uh, you come on yeah, come on maybe I took a look I was, I was miles ahead of you your transition was poor but sure it wasn't that poor yeah. the problem was your
1: transition was poor then I took and you got cocky because <laughs> I thought yeah. I was in front that <laughs> is the problem <laughs> so if you want to get, get a piece of the action it's going to be awesome I'm looking forward uh, to it and go to imtalk.me and
0: remember team there's a trophy
1: I've got a trophy in my that's, office that's true have you had it engraved? no but I will by the time I get to Kona good even if I have to just do it for pen myself make sure you you, uh, you check your engraving before you got engraved we had our awards oh night no. at the um, at the Tri Club at the weekend before we did it before the, the triathlon started and the engraver cocked up a couple of the engravings oh
0: how did I do that?
1: Was it their fault or was it, it the was person who gave them the information? It was, um, well, who knows. But don't point fingers. You don't know <laughs> point fingers. Point fingers that people aren't a part of our world. Exactly.
0: Okay, so sponsors are? Um Tell Everyone About Your World. Coffees of Why. 60 Beans in Every Cup. And Extreme Endurance.
1: Um, Extreme X Factor. X Factor. Mm. It's probably trademarked, isn't it? Isn't that that show, that X Factor? Yeah, people love it too. Mm. I've never seen it. No, I've seen expected. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, what you got going? Well, we're in Olympic shutdown, so we're obviously watching a bit of that. Yeah, but highlight for the weekend for me was I went to the building blow, the building implosion in town. Why did you go? Did you? It was cool. So, did you take the kids? Uh, yep, um, where I took Felicity. It tell the story. So in Christchurch, basically the whole CBD is getting demolished. You know. Seriously,
0: it's, like eighty percent of it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah,
1: every high building, pretty much, is is coming down. If they're not already down, you go into the city centre, it's basically just a wasteland. <laughs> What's amazing about it is, it's it's how quickly you forget where things were.
0: Mm. But like you, so if you're if you're based in Christchurch, and you go into our central city. A lot of the you know buildings are gone now, so there's a lot of just blank land, and you just have no comprehension of what was where, mm. you know. And, and this is even the six months after it
1: happened. It was like that. It's it's amazing how your mind will forget these things so quickly. And they've basically announced for, for non New Zealanders um, the rebuild plan for our central city, and we are going to have That's gonna one going to be awesome. Of, one yeah. of the best cities in the world. If yeah. they can pull through with everything they're doing, it's just going to be incredible. So really optimistic about that. But yeah, they have one. All the buildings have been demolished by big bloody cranes, and it takes forever for them to pull them down. And uh, so this was the first building that they were basically using the dynamite to explode it and just and it just come down. And so it was right next to a big park, and so there was huge crowds in there. And I ran in with Felicity, um, and. Normally on a Sunday morning, it was eight o'clock on a Sunday morning. There'd be no traffic, and God, I was running in. I was going, "Holy moly!" There's traffic everywhere, really, and it was just loads well, of people there. Yeah, yeah, and it was, it was probably how many stories? Probably f- oh, yeah, oh, maybe fifteen, maybe 10, ten to fifteen yeah. stories. So it was a decent-sized building.
0: It wasn't massive, but it was yeah, it was
1: good. It was working. It was just like bang, 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 and then uh, and then one big bang, and then it just went. <laughs> just so straight- it's funny because I heard it, it was at nine o'clock,
0: and so I I, I teach at the gym at ten, mm. so and it was literally. 100 meters yeah. from the gym, like it's really close to where I work. And so I thought to myself, well, I'll get up and I'll go watch it and then go and teach my class. It was at eight o'clock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm lying in bed. I was just massive boom
1: even here which you yeah. know it was so loud it must have been a buzz oh it was brilliant the crowd everybody was sort of waiting there and and, and there was no countdown or anything where we were and all of a sudden it was just this boom, and uh it was heaps of bangs and then just waited for a pause for a few seconds and then it just tumbled down and uh the crowd was was pumped
0: they did a really cool thing around it what they did is um they they auctioned off on like on new zealand's ebay which is called trade me they auctioned off um the, the chance to push a button, to explode mm. it. And I think it went to about 30000 or 26000 20, yeah, or something like that. And uh, and someone won it.
1: No, I, what well, the cool thing. The destruction it, companies bought it, didn't they? All the, yeah. cons- the de- deconstruction companies that have been making huge money out mm. of the deconstruction of the city, they, yeah, they won it.
0: And so they donated it to a kid
1: who was in cancer ward or something like that. Mm. So it was pretty cool, yeah. Was it a bit of an anti-climax once it was done? I was out of there within within a minute because yeah. I, I wanted to get because the crowds get out of there. But no, it was cool. It was a buzz. It was wicked. When well, a friend of mine, a girl who works at gym Bex is a real cool character,
0: she made a, a YouTube clip around it where she was blowing up the world. Mm. So she got dressed up in character and then made up all this YouTube clip. And then you yeah, know I'm coming to get you. And watch I can do anything. She, mmm, and then the, <laughs> the building explodes.
1: <laughs> that was quite clever. So nice. other than that, Olympic watching has been the highlight. And yeah. Chicken pox. We've got the other chicken pox in the family now. Felicity's oh really? Up. Yeah, uh, That's good it's one after, More yeah. parties Yeah more yeah, parties
0: yeah, Great What's uh, happening in your uh, world? Well I don't have Sky And I don't have a, a tea box mm. And uh, we do have quite good Olympic coverage On free TV, free TV here Which is great But last week Was probably the most Tiredest week of my life right. I was so tired Yeah Yeah like Because I have to Get up pretty much At 5.30 every morning Just mm. with, with my life And uh, and I'd stayed up To one o'clock every night And you can go And do it one night
2: mm-hmm.
0: Second day You're a bit tired Second day Next day a little bit tired, and by Friday I was just the dead man walking, I was a zombie. So you're going to be up for the triathlon tonight? Yeah, I'll do a triathlon, but I get to sleep in tomorrow morning, and I'm off to Hong Kong on tomorrow night anyway, so I'll
1: watch triathlon tonight, and Nick Willis is 1500. Tomorrow How do you morning, think yep. it'll go? Oh, I have absolutely no hopes for him whatsoever before the Olympics, but he looked incredible, so he's got to be a chance for a bronze,
0: well, but, maybe. He, but he had that race a couple of weeks ago where he got third, and that was a pretty so prestigious... I think he's an outside chance for bronze, maybe. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully you can do great. Um, brought my tickets for my Red Hot Chili Poppers. Chili Poppers, are oh,
1: really <laughs> you man? Oh, I might be interested in that one. They play a bit of country. Yeah. A... <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Move into the country. <laughs> um, Because my daughter really wanted to go to them. Yeah. And uh, they come into Auckland, and they're one of my favourite bands as well, so it was kind of cool that we both share the same band. But should I bribe her for the tickets? Got I bribe? Yeah I'm bribing yep. Yep. School report So it's in January Next year the tickets There's the mm-hmm. show So I've set to a look What date? About the
1: 15th? No what is that? Just money Could be, You could go up there And do the 70.3 If you're up there
0: When's the 7.3?
1: It's Weekend after
0: Oh no Pugger there <laughs> 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 It's
1: That's just madness
0: yeah. Um, But yeah So I bought the tickets Pretty exciting Bring them to My old school days mate nice. Concert going? Yeah yeah What concerts have you been to? Um, have you been to concerts? Wiggles,
1: Dorothy, <laughs> Dorothy Dinosaur Driving in the big red car <laughs> um, Have you ever been to concerts? Yeah, I've been to a few What's you, your you, favourite you, concert? You 2 um, Nice Best concert ever was Split ends can't, Really? Can't beat it Can't beat Split ends. Was it when it was at Eddington and Showgrounds? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Outstanding
0: <laughs> Nice yeah. I see red, I see red Super see. Groove Oh, you were a bit of a rocker in your day, weren't you? Yeah Kiwi too. Supergroovers they were great they were awesome in the day yeah. uh, the, uh, people overseas wouldn't even know who Supergroover are there. <laughs> most New Zealanders wouldn't know who Supergroover are no, Kiwis know who Supergroover are <laughs> anyway guys uh, that's pretty much this week's show so
1: next week I'm here great and the week afterwards I'm here and then I'm away for a month nice. so what are we doing here uh, we we're going we to discuss this after the show. We're back. We're backing up a whole bunch of interviews, so we interviewed Gordo today, and that'll be on in a few weeks' time. We've also got uh, a bunch of other people, and we've got our next Legends podcast that will be out when you get back. Well, that's an so, exciting one, isn't yeah, it? It is. is. So, can, I, can I tell who it is? No. Why? I had to reschedule. I had it all booked in, and then Bevan says, I'm not here.
0: Yeah. I'm like, what? Well, it's, it's a good one. Yes. It's a very good one. I'm Russ. I'm Mendo. Train hard. Trade smart.